Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This episode is brought to you in collaboration with Userin. Hello, hi, and welcome to a beauty special with Userin's medical manager, Dylan Griffiths. This is the second episode in a three-part beauty series with Userin, discussing the skincare concerns of dry skin, hyperpigmentation, and in this second episode, aging skin. Now, Userin has some really incredible insight into these skin concerns and has created products to tackle them specifically. And let's not forget, Userin was launched more than a century ago, has been leading innovation in the science of skincare and is one of the world's most, most trusted dermocosmetic brands and recommended by dermatologists and pharmacists to keep skin healthy. Because of the research and testing that goes into Userin's products, Dylan is a great resource for not only treating these skin concerns, but also understanding them. So in this episode, we're going to be talking aging and more specifically hyaluronic acid and why it's so helpful and efficient in topical skincare. Dylan also explains why not all hyaluronic acid is created equal and why it does a lot more than you may originally think. In this episode, Dylan explains how hyaluronic acid works within the skin why the molecular weight is important and the difference between short and long chain hyaluronic acids and how to incorporate hyaluronic acid into any skincare regime for optimum results. All the links to everything discussed can be found in the show notes, but without any further ado, please welcome back Userin's medical manager, Dylan Griffiths, on this beauty special of The Emma Gunn Show. Dylan. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. How are thank you? Thank you very much. Very well, thank you. All good. Enjoying enjoying the weather. <laughs> well, this is good to know. Now, um, we're talking about aging, anti-aging. How do you like to yeah. say it? Um, aging, because uh, for me, aging is a natural process and it's not something that you should stop, but it's something that you should adapt to how you feel comfortable with. So I just class it as aging. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a nice way of putting it. I like that. I, I shall be stealing that immediately. So we're talking about aging and we're talking about how hyaluronic acid can be a real hero. And I think I've had many people on this podcast before talk about lots of different topical ingredients and actives. And I guess hyaluronic acid has been around for such a long time now, or I feel like we sort of feel very comfortable with it. But actually what we're going to do and what you're going to explain is why it is such a powerful ingredient in anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And it's um it's a well, it's one of all of us as skin skin intellectuals, it's something we all know. And I think mm -hmm. even if you're not an expert in skincare or the a lover of skincare, you will have heard the term hyaluronic acid on TV um in adverts and it's something that i think most of us have a love affair with or, or mm. use within our re regime um from me from my perspective it's something when we talk to dermatologists it's seen as a kind of a gold standard um, active ingredient especially when you talk about around aging 
Um, and it's just it's a it's a wonder product to me. I call it I call it a genius product because um, it can do so much and it does so much um, from something so small. You know, we we talk about how it's a moisture magnet, how it helps hydrate, how it helps plump up wrinkles. Um, I think a lot of people um, that listen to your blogs will have heard that we talk about one gram of ha can absorb six liters of water um it's a, it's a line that's always mentioned when somebody says ha um and that's clever in itself but then the reason i call it a genius or an intelligent um active is that it actually regulates water in a cell as well so it prevents it from drowning from this huge influx of hydration um so i just think it's such a little clever thing and it does such amazing things to the skin apart from just hydration and aging yeah, I, mean, I didn't, I, what did you say? Did you say one gram yeah. is six litres? That's incredible. Yeah. I always hear the, um, holds a thousand times its own weight in water. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I'd throw a different one in. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because it, 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 it impressed me. Um, now, when it comes to reducing wrinkles, can, does it really do that? Or does it need the support of active ingredients in order to do that? Yeah, I guess it's, a, it's around the term reducing. Mm. So, it's not going to erase a wrinkle. Um, to be honest, not much in topical skincare will erase a wrinkle. But what it does, it visibly helps to reduce the signs of the wrinkle. So it's all about just supporting your skin and reducing the appearance. And how does it manage that? Because basically when I think of hyaluronic acid, I just do think of plumping. Yeah. So whenever anyone says to me about, well, how does it affect my wrinkles? I just say, well, it plumps it so that it looks shallower. <laughs> Is that kind of the non-scientific way of saying it? Yeah, kind of. It, it's true. So um, the analogy I use a lot is a balloon. So you have to bear with me on this one. So um, imagine a kind of dehydrated skin cell with with very little hyaluronic acid in there or moisture content, it's going to be very flat. It's going to be a deflated balloon. So if you add something like hyaluronic acid, um, which is a humectant, it absorbs moisture from the environment. That then builds up moisture within the cell. It plumps it up. So think of a balloon inflating. And if you have that balloon underneath your skin inflated, it helps push out the wrinkles. So it's basically like scaffolding underneath your skin. It's the nice. easiest way to place it. Balloons and scaffolding. There yes. we go. That's what I think of when I think of hyaluronic acid. Now, I always think of it as being very simple because I do think it holds a lot of water, it draws water in, and I feel and I feel that's quite a simple thing to be able to understand. But not all hyaluronic acid is created equally, is it? So uh, there are multi-molecular weights, there are different sizes. So there's long chain and short chain. Mm -hmm. So would you mind educating me and my most excellent listeners on what that means and what whether one hyaluronic acid is the same as another hyaluronic acid or how it all fits together? Okay, no problem. So I'll start with um, that there is actually two forms when we discuss so there's the umbrella term of hyaluronic acid but then you actually have true hyaluronic acid which is a sugar or you have sodium hyaluronate which is the inky ingredient which is a salt so generally in topical skincare it's the sodium hyaluronate that's used so because it's a salt it penetrates the skin far better then you have what we call the sugar which is 
hyaluronic acid. That's the one that's naturally found in your body. But because it's a very long chain sugar, it's very difficult to actually be absorbed by the skin. So there's the first stage. Um, and then so I'm going to then talk more about the sodium hyaluronate side. So that's the sugar. That's the salt. No, the salt. That's the salt, See, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily think that something that attracts water would be... Oh, no, it is because of water retention. Okay, yeah. now I've got it. Right, go on. <laughs> For me, it's always the sugar salt thing. It's um, very interesting. But so there's, there's a lot of people then worry that they're not actually, when we say we're using sodium hyaluronate, they're not actually using hyaluronic acid. That's um, not quite true. We do use a synthetic form of hyaluronic acid, but as we say, it's as a salt, it's easier to penetrate the skin. The next thing, obviously, as you said, it's it's a, not a one-size-fits-all molecule, hyaluronic acid. There are multiple sizes or what we also know as weights, and they have, therefore, different functions or different reasons to be in a product. So you have um, what's known as long-chain or also known as high-molecular weight. Long chain and high molecular weights basically mean it's a big fat molecule. So it's a big, heavy blob of HA. Um, so I can talk, we use one within our products, it's around 2000 kilodalton in size. And because it's long chain or high molecular weight, that sits on the top of your skin, uh, skin and creates kind of a, a moisturizing film. It, sometimes you can notice you can get a little tightening feeling from it. It helps to moisturize and hydrate the top layer of the mm. epidermis. Um, because and does that stop moisture um, evaporating from your skin? Um, no, I guess, well, yes, yes and no. I guess with that, then we have to then go all the way to serums and creams. Right. Um, to, you'll need, obviously, always something to then hold that moisture in okay. um, and lock Good. it in. Um, so with long chain, it's, it's too big to penetrate the skin cells, basically. So if you see a product that only is called high molecular or long chain, it's purely a moisturizing hydrator okay. then you have you go through to things called medium weight or medium molecular weight uh, medium um, chain medium molecular weight they again can go slightly deeper but are still moisturizers um, hydrators then you go even further down to what is more known as low molecular weight and sh or short chain they are very small. So within our assortment, we use one called we use one with a size of 52 kilodalton, 40 times smaller than the large molecule. So that is small enough to penetrate through the cells to go into the dermis and provide that balloon plumping effect from deep within. So you hear a lot about multi-molecular, different molecular weights. Mm. It's all about the size of the molecule and how it interacts with the skin. Okay. And can hyaluronic acid be just as efficient in a cream as it is in a serum? Because when I think of hyaluronic acid, I immediately think of a serum. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So to be really effective, I'd say you need both. Um, so we were just talking then about whether does it dehydrate the skin. So with a serum, um, it's obviously going to be a lighter formulation but it's generally going to have a higher concentration of an active ingredient within there. 
So a serum, serum you should use after cleansing. Um, it's a light formulation, therefore it's a perfect time for it to penetrate the skin. And if it has a high concentration of HA, and HA absorbs, it's hygroscopic, it absorbs moisture from the environment. But if you apply a serum, there is the potential that the HA will also draw moisture from within the skin as well, and it could therefore dry out the skin or dehydrate the skin. So really, if you're going to use a serum with HA in it, I would let, follow it up and layer it with a moisturizer. So mm -hmm. either a HA moisturizer, depending on your regime, but have something that will um, kind of lock in the moisture and provide the additional moisture to that HA. So it's not pulling the moisture from your skin, it's pulling the moisture from the environment and the cream. Ah, okay. So it's a nice method of really making sure that the skin stays hydrated. Yeah, and giving giving the HA what it needs. Um, and if you're not using serums, then really you're missing out an opportunity in your skincare regime. Um, I'm a big fan of using serums. It's a nice light way of adding an additional active ingredient. Um, into your routine um, and adding an additional kick. So I know when we talk about, look at our data with our anti-age products, if um, you compared skin that used just a HA day cream versus skin that used a ser HA serum as well as a, a HA day cream, after four weeks, you see a, um, a double increase in the reduction of the signs of the wrinkles by using a serum and cream because you're providing an additional powerful kick of an um, active ingredient is that because obviously you, you in the user and have the range is that the um hyaluron hyaluron filler <laughs> yep so you got the hyaluron filler um also we call it entirely the silver range so you got the hyaluron filler um and that has multiple um formulations within there going from serums concentrates day creams um and we change our formulation depending on your skin type as well as skin age as well. Because obviously the the older we get, the, the greater support we need in further ingredients. Okay. And if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, right, I need to start using hyaluronic acid pronto, are they going to see an instant result? No. So... Actually, actually, I'll uh, I'll go back on that. It depends on what result you're looking for. Um, so obviously, we're talking about aging now. No, you you won't get an instant result. Um, there's a lot of misinformation in in our industry, and I think it's really important for me as a representative of a company to ensure that people see an accurate claim and accurate results in our products. So by using an active ingredient like hyaluronic acid, um, using it within a hydrating product, you will get instant hydration to your skin. Um, you will see maybe an instant benefit in radiance um, or a nice dewy effect in your skin, but you won't see an instant reduction in the visible signs of aging. With that, you need to stick with it um, and do um, honestly, stick with it. Compliance is key within skincare. So after two weeks, if it doesn't work, don't throw it away. Really right. do give it a go. Wait four to eight weeks. Then if you don't see a result, then question it. Um, so for me, stick with it. Use it every single day. So your body de um, naturally degrades its own HA production and it loses HA every day. So you need to keep putting it back in. So if you stop for a day, you could... You know, you have to. You then have to start again from scratch. It's like with anything. I always say to listeners: if you start any kind of new regime, you have to be consistent for a 
prolonged period of time, a yeah. prolonged period, a certain amount of time to begin to see results. Now, you mentioned something there about um, the body uh, naturally, it degrades in the body, but hyaluronic acid is something that we make naturally in our body. So in terms of anti-aging, is it something that we can use at any age, even before we see the signs of aging? Yeah, so there's a lot of data looking at HA in the body and the quantities we have. Um, the body has a huge amount, especially in the embryonic phase. So whilst we're in development, there's a lot of talk about why HA is there. When we talk about babies having plump cheeks, there's a lot of relation to HA with that. It's, there's a high concentration of the skin. And once we start hitting our 20s, as with, unfortunately, most things when we talk about aging, the same with collagen and elastin, it starts to degrade. Um, your body starts to produce less of it, and you're more exposed to environmental aggressors or free radicals, which then are also harmful to HA, helps um, kickstart the degradation even further. So, yes, you're going to have more of it in your skin when you're in your early 20s compared to in your 40s or 50s, but it can it's a wonder active ingredient. It could be used at any time. So for um, people who are in their teens or early 20s, um, HA generally is not an oily or an um, occlusive ingredient. So it can it's a great ingredient to be used on problematic skin because it's not going to add additional oil. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Or aggravate um, and, or exacerbate any of the symptoms. And obviously, then as you hit your late into your 20s, you're going to be exposed more to free radicals and signs of aging then it's perfect. But it's one that can be used throughout your lifetime. Um, I think the benefit with HA is that it can be added or mixed with a lot of other active ingredients. And as we age, you need more ingredients to really help counteract um, or reduce the signs of aging. It's like you're reading my mind because my next question is, how can it be, how can it be used with other topical anti-aging ingredients? And are Easily. there any that it, particularly, that it partners particularly well with? Yeah, there are quite a few partners particularly well with, and there's some that we think um, more about the storage of. It doesn't always work, but right. um, there's there's tend to be there's three holy grails of aging from a dermatologist perspective, and generally, you know, as skin intellectuals agree with this, um, it's vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, and retinol. So we they work. HA works really well with both of those. So in your regime, and it does, it works really well on the skin with say with, with vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E works really well with acids. Um, we do talk about with glycolic as an example, it can degrade HA if it's stored together in a product. So we actually do have a product that mixes HA and glycolic, but we keep them separate until it's applied to the skin. So therefore, it doesn't degrade in the packaging. But HA is a wonder um, ingredient. It can really work so well with various other active ingredients as part of your skincare regime. Mix them together. And because I do think of hyaluronic acid as this moisturizer, as this very simple thing, even though you have explained it as slightly more complicated, 
this might seem like a daft question, but if you use it with other actives, it's not going to dilute them, is it? No, okay. no. So layering can be, you know, can be key with this um, and how you use them together, but it's not going to dilute the effect. Um, and we have evidence that shows that HA can actually help support certain actives um, to help support them penetrate the skin better. So it's all about what we call bioavailability, improves the skin's texture and support, allowing it to absorb uh, ingredients more readily. And just for listeners' benefit, you've talked about it pairing really well with vitamin C and retinol. In terms of layering, what's the order that you recommend? So my personal preference, um, so I'm, um, just so your listeners know, so I'm not from an expert kind of beauty background where I've worked with consumers for a long time discussing layering. I think about it more from a science and the skin side. Um, but for me personally, um, I always start with kind of a, a HA serum for me personally, and then I will add the vitamin C on top when we're talking about the morning mm-hmm. or Obviously, the benefit of the product that I use personally, which is the Eucerin product, vitamin C booster, we combine Vit C and HA together. So, um, especially for somebody like me who vitamin C can, as an active, um, cause some sensitivity issues with my skin personally. So, I, the benefit of it being mixed in a more oily emulsion with HA, it reduces sensitivity for my skin. And then when we look more as an evening approach, then if you're using a topical like a retinol, then again, that can be mixed together. So you can generally add cleanse the face retinol and then add the HA on top. More in, in the evening, I'd apply it more in a richer cream variant because obviously retinol will dry out the skin. The cream will um, therefore help provide additional moisture especially if it's got something like HA, which is known to also have some skin regeneration properties in the evening. That's good intel. Thank you so much. Now, you mentioned the product that combines glycolic and hyaluronic acid. And I must admit, when I saw that one, well, I'm presuming, is it the peeling night serum? Yes. Because I thought, hyaluronic acid in a peel? Surely not. Because Because peeling isn't something, or resurfacing, which is what my brain computes, isn't something I would necessarily associate with hyaluronic acid. No, I think those who are unaware of it as an active ingredient can sometimes be scared of it because it has acid in its name. Um, But it's not a resurfacing acid. Hyaluronic acid is a natural moisturizing factor. Um, So glossary, that is um, what we call an NMF. Please go back to our previous podcast to listen to that (laughs) conversation. But um, it's a great moisturizing ingredient it doesn't resurface so as i said it can be paired very well with certain ingredients so if we're discussing acid and skin exfoliation then you're renewing the skin so also it's a great opportunity to be able to apply moisture and something like hyaluronic acid as for us a short chain molecule deeper into the skin And HA does have evidence to show some skin regeneration properties, which is a real benefit when you are using um, alpha-hydroxy acids to um, exfoliate the skin. Um, And we've also, the wonder of the night peeling serum is that it's a dual chambered serum. So we keep the hyaluronic acid, very highly concentrated serum, very separate to the acid peel until it's pumped out and applied onto the skin. So it's freshly activated 
on application. Therefore, providing a, a really kind of high concentration, but yet um, kind to sensitive skin acid peel with a um, hydration booster of hyaluronic acid. You mentioned um, short chain. Did you mean the glycolic then? No. So we have short chain HA. Right. Short chain HA, and then the then we have a, a mix of glycolic and lactic um, lactic acid and polylactone acids within there. I see. Sorry, I might have got a little bit confused with my acids then. Um, now, can you use hyaluronic acid successfully and with good results around the eye, for example? Because as you say, using an acid can as you say it's a moisturizing mm -hmm. acid but uh, a lot of people might stumble over the idea of using something acidy near their eye area what do you suggest yeah so naturally people do have a concern about putting acids near their eye or other ingredients like vitamin c and retinol um, and that's wise to do so until you know if it's safe to use around the eye or knowing your sensitivity but ha is a great product to be placed near the eye so the first visible signs of aging generally tend to appear around the eye um, crow's feet or just becoming um, a bit more creped um, skin so hence why we do have eye creams designed for that so not all face there's a lot of conversation about whether do you need an eye cream or not can't you just use a face moisturizer whereas not all face products have been tested on the eye area so for an example around your eye has far less oil glands than the rest of your face so you may actually need a slightly oilier product for your eye um, you also need because it's um, thinner skin, the penetrations might be different compared to a product that's got to be used on your cheeks. So for me, um, it's a great opportunity to use an eye cream. For especially our eye creams, they are clinically tested by ophthalmologists to ensure they're safe to be used right up to the eye. And HA is a fantastic product to really penetrate the skin, help to hydrate it, which uh, reduces the dark circles but also helps kind of fight those first visible signs with the crow's feet um, and you really need you know elastin and collagen and structure around the eyes and things like short chain hyaluronic acid it naturally stimulates the body's production of ha so you're applying a um, active ingredient into the skin but it's also causing your body to kickstart its own production which is really beneficial on thin skin around the eye and now we see a lot more data that also short chain hyaluronic acid increases fib um, fibroblast regeneration and elasticity regeneration in the skin so it's really providing that great boost to somewhere um, as I said that you get your first visible signs of so for me yeah. yes that eye cream is a great um, HA product. Can we lean into the geekery there and could you explain a little bit about the fibroblast please? Oh here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we talk about it it's um, it's all about the skin cells, the cells within the skin and um, within your fibroblasts this is where you find your collagen and your elastine proteins so it's the structure of the skin. So as I talked about scaffolding previously, let's keep with the architectural theme. Um, this is kind of almost the foundation. So, and as we age, you fibroblast degrade. So you, this is where you lose your collagen, your HA and your elastin. So as I said, something like HA is really good at helping to 
boost that and kickstart your body's natural production of it. So we can see with things like short-chain hyaluronic acid, um, within our products, we see over a 250% boost in natural HA production after a single use. But obviously, that degrades daily, so you need to keep that going. Um, it's there to support the active ingredients we're applying into the skin. Now, we are talking about several ingredients in this series, but I'm already getting the sense that hyaluronic acid might be your favourite. It's one of them for definite. It's a, <laughs> it's a, I've worked with hyaluronic acid for a long time in my career um, within within the kind of cosmetic industry. So, and it's it's one I love um, because it just, it works well with my skin. And I love talking about it because it's one that people understand and they're excited to discuss. Um Rather, if I talk about a very rogue active ingredient, which does amazing scientific um, changes to skin types, but ultimately people just glaze over, um, HA people get it. And it's, you know, the benefit of the mass market, it's made it a far more aware ingredient. And you said earlier as well, you speak to a lot of consumers. And so I'm guessing that a lot of the feedback you get will be, oh, my goodness, the next morning my skin looked, which is a nice thing to hear, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I dropped 20 years in one night, um, <laughs> all, which is, it is lovely to hear because um, the confidence you have, you know, uh, for me, you've got to be confident in your age. So this is what skincare products regarding aging are there for, to make you feel confident so you shine. Um, and if you're happy with your skin, you'll shine internally. Um, and that's what I love talking to consumers because you can see how happy they are. Um, and then so there'll be a lot of conversations about HA, which, which active ingredients to use, how to regime, how to layer, and then obviously which product in our assortment is best for them. Because we do mm -hmm. have a very big assortment for aging skin. Yeah. Um, and we have obviously the hyaluron family. And then within that, we have three separate pillars. So I do spend a lot of time advising which product perhaps is more suitable for them. And, and how many... Sorry, how many products are there? Because I remember counting them and thinking, that's one, I mean, you don't have to say a specific number, but it's a, it's, it's quite a vast family of products, isn't it? Yeah, so I, we're in our mid-20s to 30 <laughs> products fully in anti-age. Um, Dylan, uh, listeners, Dylan, I can tell, is thinking, goodness, I can't count the ones that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. <laughs> yes, very true. And I can't even talk about the one, certain ones yet, um, which is always challenging with me because I love to talk. Mm -hmm. um, but we have, I do have a vast range and I'm sure people will look at it and go, do you really need all that? Um, and we wouldn't produce it if we didn't feel there was a need yeah. for it. We do a lot of research to find a gap. Um, and there are various skin types. So, you know, we've, if we talk about oily skin or dry skin or how skin adapts as we age. Um, and, you know, we can talk about whether people just need a hydration or a radiance kick for first signs or vitamin C for antioxidative effect. Mm. You could talk about acid peels. Um, and then we move more into kind of more advanced active ingredients with um, volume giving. So we have an ingredient that's called Magnolol within uh, one of our anti-age assortment. It's, um, it comes from magnolia flower, and that boosts your adipocytes, um, so your fat cells in the skin, to give a little lift. And then we move more into 
a great range, I feel, is elasticity. So we have a hyaluron filler plus elasticity is a gold range. And that is, it was originally designed for postmenopausal skin, but it's designed for now for the kind of the older um, skin range where you need additional ingredients which provide elasticity and collagen boost and have great antioxidant um, antioxidant strengths mm. so our products are there to mix and match depending on your skin concern um, and which signs of aging you want to counteract this is why you love it so much because it's actually so powerful and is the backbone for achieving quite a lot in skincare and getting good results it is and it's great products you can mix and match with other with other concerns as well so um they all work very well together but if you're ever in doubt ask is always don't um it's something i see quite often where i sell we'll see emails or um, direct messages from consumers saying i've just bought these 15 products which do i use don't feel you have to buy everything if you're unsure there are always experts either within stores or ourselves we should contact to ask. Make sure you're comfortable mm. that you're using the right product for your skin. That's such a good point. And actually, as we come to the end of this conversation about hyaluronic acid, I should say that the links to the ranges that we've discussed, to the products that we've discussed will be in the show notes, but also perhaps we'll put a direct link to those resources. So that if somebody does want to chat with someone from Userin, they can find out a little bit more and describe in detail their own skin needs so that they can make the right choices. Yeah, that'd be great. Lovely. It's always so nice chatting to you, Dylan. Thanks for coming back on. I always really enjoy it. Just allow me just to talk and let all the geek come out. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a safe place here, my friend. I will, of course, put the links to you, you, Serene, and everything else in the show notes. Um, This has been a delightful. I can't wait for you to come back uh, to talk about what we're talking about next, which I won't tease just yet. But it's going to be a good one. I can't wait for that one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited too. Thank you so much and see you soon. Thanks, Emma.